everybody, Tim here with Boozy Bracketology, and tonight, tonight, we are ready to crown our champion in the best 90s sitcom bracket. We have some tough decisions ahead of us, and we sent some great shows home already, so let's get right down to it and meet from Westport, Connecticut, Scott. Scott, how you doing, and what you drinking? I am doing great, and I am... Uh, drinking my usual that uh, people know from past boozy bracketologies, uh, uh, Samuel Smith's Imperial Stout, a little chocolatey taste to it, which is always nice and nice, uh, nice to sip when you're when you're mulling over '90s trivia. And that does sound good. We have Stephen joining us from Fort Worth, Texas. Stephen, how are you doing, and what you drinking? I'm doing pretty good. I did make a bit of a uh, podcasting faux pas. I have opened my can before the recording started, so I'm going to do this manually. Oh, I can feel it. Delicious. That is some amazing ASMR. I'm just going to go ahead and What actually is it? I'm going to go ahead and open my Voodoo Ranger IPA for you so we can get an actual sound. Is this four episodes in and no one thought to ask Tim what he's drinking? Nobody cares what I have to say. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. You talked over his sound effect. <laughs> it's all right. No. Chris, since you couldn't wait your turn, uh, we want to hear from you anyway in Clearwater, <laughs> Florida. Chris, how are you doing and what are you drinking tonight? I think Stephen very well could wait. Uh, could wait to hear me, I'm sure. He's got some thoughts, but got my sound effect there. I went ahead and grabbed myself a bottle. This bottle's only got about one recording left in it. Davies County Bourbon, 96 proof. It is from the Luxor Distillery uh, in Kentucky. This particular bottle aged in Cabernet casks. Uh, eight months in a cab cask. Adds a nice little flavor profile to the end of the whiskey. I am a big, big fan of this bottle. I will be sad when it's gone. I don't know if they have any more of this, but cheers, y'all. And in Huntsville, Alabama, we've got Nikki waiting. Nikki, how are you doing and what are you drinking tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I just went for an old standby this evening, a little uh, screwball whiskey for the end of the evening, a little after dinner drink. It's good. Well, we are glad to have you. And finally, in Muscatine, Iowa, we have Brian. I Now I'm kind of regretting not grabbing the screwball for this one because <laughs> I'd have happily drank that with you. I got the Kahlua, too, so we can I, we can do the screw Putin again. <laughs> but uh, tonight, I once again have the Heisenberg Hefeweizen from Nerd Speak Brewery in Bettendorf, Iowa, where you can see me uh, Friday night's hosting trivia but oh yeah that's a good sound it is and it's a great beer love love this stuff well we are excited to have every one of our panelists here tonight and we are going to jump into these difficult difficult decisions we're starting with scott tonight it's the number one seed frazier against the number five seed of coach. What do you got here, Scott? Well, um, like I said in previous episodes, I, I, I really did, do enjoy Frasier. It's something that did speak to me, and I, I, 
I, I just, I love the cast. We, we've kind of talked briefly about that, but it, it's really great. You know, uh, for, for a trivia thing, uh, it's kind of interesting that there were two gay actors on it who played amazingly heterosexual characters. Dan Butler played Bulldog and uh, was a, like every woman was who he was after. And, and David Hyde Pierce's entire um Niall's character was that he was in love with Daphne <laughs> the entire time. Uh, and I just find that kind of interesting, uh, you know. Uh, uh, and Dan actually was out when the show was on the air, which was kind of a brave thing at the time. Um, and it was kind of interesting. Um, that all being said, besides the point, really. Uh, but, um, you know, I think it, uh, you know, I've watched recent episodes of this uh, and uh, I... Uh, or watched episodes of it recently. There are no recent episodes of it. Um, and it was funny in the first season and it was funny in the last season, uh, which is kind of an amazing thing for show. Um, and I, and I honestly, I, I watched coach, but it was not my, uh, my favorite thing in the universe. Uh, so I'm going to go with Frasier. And Frasier picks up the first vote of the evening. Steven, what say you? Yeah, I've, voted for coach in all the rounds up till now um because i do genuinely enjoy it but it doesn't hold a candle to fraser fraser is a phenomenal show with great writing and great acting from start to finish and it's it's a little miracle that that spinoff show so surpassed cheers which was a juggernaut into of itself even though it's not anywhere near as well written as fraser so um yeah fraser definitely has to get my vote here Frazier jumps out to a 2 nothing lead. Does Coach stand a chance, Chris? This is tough for me because I voted both these through the whole way. Both of them willed them along this way. Frazier, not as much willing. Coach, I feel like I've willed along this whole way. Uh, real quick, um, the guy who plays Gil Chesterton, I'm forgetting his name, but he's also uh, gay. Did not know that until I looked it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he is also gay. I want to point out David Hyde Pierce, uh, underrated as hell. As, as weird as it is to say about David Hyde Pierce being underrated, not just on Fraser. Edward Hibbert. Edward Hibbert, that's the name. Um, David Hyde Pierce on Broadway was the original, was originally in the OBC for Spamalot and had a freaking great turn. The, the musical doesn't get enough credit. The musical Curtains is hilarious, and he, is, we, he was we, so good in we that. We flew to Los Angeles just to see the musical Curtains, and in the audience was Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, Don Rickles. Uh, it was cra- It was the craziest thing. Everybody came to see it. It was amazing. It's a, it's a good yeah, show. We saw it twice in New York. Uh, Deborah Monk in the house as well. But all that to say is I love both these shows, but there's not a contest here. Frazier gets my vote. Frazier gets to move on into the final four, but we still need to hear from Nikki. Yeah, as a college basketball fan, this is like the time of the tournament where it's like the 1-5 matchup. I mean, unless it's Duke, like no one's really that interested because the 1-5 matchups are always a little bit boring, especially it's usually a pretty good one seed. Um, I just think Coach is a good show, but it it's just gotten its way through. It ends here. Uh, this is Frazier. And Frazier's on the verge of sweeping its way into the final four. Brian, what's your opinion? I, well, I have not voted for Frazier yet, (laughs) but I'm going to this time. Um, Coach had a good run, but between these two, it's, it's an easy choice. Frazier definitely deserves this sweep. And Frazier does indeed earn that sweep. We're wasting no time, though, as we head 
to the number three seed of Drew Carey's show versus the number two seed of Friends. And I'm very interested to see how this plays out. But I think I know. Steven, <laughs> is Friends getting your vote here? <laughs> Hold on to your hats, boys. No. Friends will not be getting my vote at this time. I'm doing it in this voice because I'm trying to convey the level of excitement and entertainment given by the average episode of Friends. It's soothing. It's there. You can hear it and fully understand what's going on. You might even remember it fondly at some distant point where you can't really remember what happened. But at the end of the day, it's just basic and boring. Drew Carey Show gets my vote. All right, Drew Carey Show does pick up that first vote, and we want to hear from Chris. If Steven was a character on Friends, he would 100% be Mr. Heckles. He'd be the old man with the broom, bouncing on the ceiling because you're making too much noise. Um, Ironically, also has a cat. So, good for you, Steven. You're Mr. Heckles. Nice job. Uh, No, uh, this is actually really tough for me, and I've been kind of setting the groundwork hoping it would get to this because... The, the clear difference between these two is that I have great, great, great memories of the Drew Carey show. And I have no idea how well those have aged because it's not streaming anywhere because I can't get those daggum music rights fixed. But Friends has become so ingrained in my knowledge base and it's so ingrained in, like, I won't say my day-to-day life, but if it's on... I'll put it on in the background. I enjoy that show. I really do. Because of that, I don't know if Drew Carey show would have that kind of staying power, but I know Friends does. This is tough, but I'm actually giving my vote to Friends. And we have a one-to-one tie as we head to Huntsville and hear from Nikki. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, this is tough for me. And I, you know, I'm sorry. I disagree with Steven. I think Friends is funny. It really, it is funny. I laugh when I watch the episodes. Maybe I just, you know, he might not think I have a good sense of humor. I think I have a pretty decent sense of humor. I find it funny. Um, but Drew Carey, what What I mean, like, it was a TV show that had start a potato. It was awesome. Cleveland Rocks. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I wish I could. I wish I could watch Drew Carey again to see how well it held up. I really do because I remember it so fondly. But I just, I haven't watched it in a long time, and I still will watch the reruns of Friends. I think, I think it has more staying power overall right now. So I'm, my vote goes to Friends. And Friends picks, Friends picks up its second vote, putting the Drew Carey show into a corner and we are heading to iowa for brian's opinion okay so i don't think i've told the story about this quite yet but uh back in the 90s uh one of my dear friends tina um there was a standing understanding between tina and all of her friends that you do not ever, ever try to call Tina on the phone on Thursday nights from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. 
Because if you do, she would pick up the phone, yell at you, I'm watching Friends, and slam the phone back down. Because she was that uh, fanatically into Friends. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I love Drew Carey. I love the Drew Carey show. I love the entire cast of the Drew Carey show. I don't know that I know anyone who's that fervent about Drew Carey as there are people who are that into friends. Both are great shows. But for if we're voting for the best sitcom of the 1990s, Friends absolutely needs to be in the final four. Uh, Friends has it. And Friends knocks out the Drew Carey show, but we still want to hear from Scott. Uh, yeah, well, uh, things are have been said and I, I kind of uh, agree with most of all this um, because I also, I mean, I do, I love Drew Carey and Ryan Stiles and all of them. It, it, it was, it was a very enjoyable show. It's very funny. And it is of the nineties. It really is. And it deserves to have gone this far. I think it certainly is true. Um, but uh, I agree with Chris whenever, whenever friends is on, I sit and watch and I, and I understand what Steven's saying. It is a comfort food. I, I get that. Uh, but I do also still laugh at things. I, I, I caught the episode with Brad Pitt uh, on it uh, the other day. And you know, it, it was actually genuinely funny. <laughs> it was funny then it was funny again. Um, and, uh, and like I said, uh, pivot will always, uh, you know, stay in my heart. Uh, when you have, when you have a scene and there's another uh, on the other side, when we get back to talking about Seinfeld, when you have a scene that's so funny that even what aired on television, the characters could not, the actors could not get through it without laughing because the material was so funny. Um, you know, that's worth a vote. So uh, uh, for its longevity, for its 90-isness, uh, Seinfeld, <laughs> I'm sleeping, uh, Friends. And Friends gets its fourth vote. It wins handily as it goes on to face Frasier in the next round. I am sure Stephen will have some opinions there, but that doesn't matter right now because we're heading to the number one seed, Married with Children, the number four seed, Home Improvement, and Chris gets us started. I don't have a lot to say here because I feel like I've said it all already. I think everyone knows where I'm going with this is that Married with Children, I, I just I don't tie anything in my life back to it. Um, I need to revisit it. I will fully admit that. But when it was on, when I was watching 90s sitcoms, it wasn't my cup of tea short of Christina Applegate, which will always be my cup of tea. Um, I I'm glad Scott brought it up last time. Patricia Richardson is amazing in, in Home Improvement. But it, you know what that reminded me of? Is it reminded me how great that last season of West Wing was, where it was her, Alan Alda, and Stephen Root putting on an acting clinic. Um, Absolutely. Phenomenal. That, ha somehow, some way, the final season of The West Wing, the best parts of it were when those three were on the screen. With all of that being said, uh, for me, it's, it's home improvement. I, I just genuinely enjoy that show a lot more. Uh, could be my age, but no, home improvement gets my vote. Home improvement jumps out to an early lead. Can Married with Children catch up nikki what do you gotta say uh, no it doesn't i 
I think I got to go with home improvement on this one. After we were talking about it previously, I really do think it's just a great overall 90s sitcom. Married with Children was very funny, but I just think that home improvement maybe has a broader audience. So I'm, it gets my vote. And home improvement has married with children backed into the corner. It's to nothing as we want to hear from Brian. Okay. Well, um, I have opinions on this one. <laughs> um, married with children. I, home improvement is funny. It's sophomoric humor. And the father is kind of a doofus. But married with children is sophomoric humor. The dad is kind of a doofus. But the comedy between these two shows, I, for, for my own tastes, the comedy in Married with Children is just absolutely... Uh, just just miles above the comedy levels in home improvement um yes al bundy lost a lot and he was he was this lovable loser but sometimes sometimes he won and when that happened you felt so great for this guy who just was so downtrodden and beaten down by his his life choices and the way that just the the diet the roll of the dice on how the world uh his place in the world but you rooted for al bundy the whole time i i absolutely love this show uh, this was a very easy quick choice for me married with children all the way all night all day and Married with Children isn't going down without a fight. It's two to one as we want to hear from Scott. Uh, you know, it's funny. I wouldn't have thought this going in, but this is actually a tough choice for me. Um, because as I mentioned in the last episode, Home Improvement has a special uh, thing with me with my father. But my father and I also watched Married with Children. <laughs> and enjoyed that as well, um, I have to say. And... Um, uh, no, I, I agree with what Brian just said. You know, the, the writing on Married with Children was 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 very funny, actually, and 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 and, and consistent. Uh, the other thing, you know, we brought up I brought up Patricia Richardson. There's also to bring up Katie Segal, uh, who you know really, uh, you know, it's funny though. She became so. Um, I, I think it became such a stereotype as her as uh, as Peg Bun, uh, Bundy that when she did other things, people were shocked that she didn't even look like that. <laughs> like that, you know, and I think she she did better work in other things uh, because she was allowed to show the actress that she actually is and, and could do many other comic things and dramatic things. Um, but that being said, she uh, you needed someone who was as good of an actress as that to play that kind of role and, and keep it going. Uh, plus, Christina Applegate, man, uh, you know, she she was she, what an actress that would have find to find someone like that so young and and and, you know, find someone so talented. Um, so um, I, I'm going to go with Married with Children. And a vote for Married with Children means we have a two-to-two -two tie. It is getting down to the wire as we open things up for the buzzer beater. 
Buzzer as reader. a reminder, people have 30 seconds, if they want to, to try to sway Stephen's mind one way or the other between married with children and home improvement. Does anybody want to lodge their buzzer beater? Buzzer beater. Chris, go ahead. You have 30 seconds. Yeah, I'll try and keep it to 30. We'll see how this goes. Uh, Stephen, I, I, I want to just say that I made a mistake. Um, not the mistake you think I made, but I made a mistake. Because it's pretty clear to me that married with children children resonates with more people than I gave it credit for. And home improvement, while it resonates with me a little bit, I don't think it resonates with me as much as married with children seems to resonate with other people. And I think that's more a problem of my age. If given the chance, I'd go back and change my vote and give it to married with children just because it does seem to be more of a a staple of the 90s, uh, and I need to give it another shot. So, Stephen, my buzzer beater is me basically saying, I wish I could change my vote. Please write that wrong. Stephen, will you write his wrong? Well, let me just say, if I had the ability to write the wrongs of one Christopher on the show, we would be here all night. So I, I can't do everything. Halter your expectations. What I can do is cast my vote correctly on this matchup. And it was one that I'm pretty wishy-washy on. These are two shows that I do enjoy, but I have problems with both of them. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the buzzer beater and give it to uh, Married with Children. Married with Children survives due to a buzzer beater. It takes out home improvement. There's one matchup left in this round. It's the number six seed of Seinfeld against the number 10 seed, Third Rock from the Sun, who's had a couple of upsets so far. We are starting this one off in Huntsville, Alabama with Nikki. Uh, not the one I wanted. Not not at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is tough. I mean, I really, really love both of these shows and for a lot of different reasons. Um you know, Seinfeld has that just iconic vibe to me, and I, I do really enjoy it. Uh, you know, every episode makes me laugh. I love the characters. Um, but Third Rock also was just so creative, um, and their cast was amazing. And, oh, goodness. I mean, I liked, I liked in Third Rock, too. Like, I think, like, how many episodes were titled with the word dick? Like, that was funny, too. I think one of the second episode was, like, post-nasal dick is what the episode was called. Just for that. I mean, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I just think I, I, as much as I love Third Rock, I have to go with Seinfeld on this one. I just think it's, it's just when I think of 90s sitcoms, I think of Seinfeld. So my vote goes to Seinfeld. And no surprise, Seinfeld jumped out to that uh, one nothing lead. We want to hear next from Brian. Okay. <clears throat> so I, this is actually one of those that's an easy pick for me, but probably not the pick that some want to hear. Um, Seinfeld, I, Seinfeld is iconic. However, um, Third Rock from the Sun still holds up today. Seinfeld 
not as much because there's issues. Third Rock, I like Nikki said that it was creative. They they got so inventive with the storylines. It was so fun and just so intriguing to see what are they going to come up with next. Um, everybody on the entire show was just absolute. It, it was brilliant, top to bottom, side to side. John Lithgow was nominated for best best actor Emmy six years straight. Um, he won three of those six, I think. I, he, he won multiple, multiple co- for the just for just for playing Dick. Um, <laughs> and this is this is one of my favorite sitcoms ever, and was a quick and easy pick. Uh, Third Rock, all the way. Third Rock and the Sun ties it up at one vote apiece. And we have Scott up next. Uh, well, I, I, I have to say, I, I agree with a lot of what Brian has to say about Third Rock. Because, I, 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 again, I, I really enjoyed it, too. I mean, I, I, it, it, is, it is still funny. And uh, a great cast. And we've said it all before. So, I, I, I really do. But, uh, again, I, I, I also feel the same way about Seinfeld. I think it's so funny. And, you know, I had said something earlier about the, there's an episode in Friends where they couldn't get through it without laughing and it's actually made the final cut. And it's happened several times in Seinfeld if you watch carefully enough. There's uh, uh, the, one of my favorite episodes of Seinfeld is the parking garage uh, where they have, can't find the car. Uh, and and they, they, they mine a lot in 22 minutes on that. And at the very end, when they get into the car, they're, they're all laughing and they all have to turn their heads away from the camera uh, just because of watching uh, him try to throw that air conditioner into the, into the trunk and they just can't get through it without laughing. Um, and, uh, and then the, my other favorite episode is the Merv Griffin set episode where he finds the set of the Merv Griffin show and he he talks to them as if he's interviewing them as if they're on the Merv Griffin show. Uh, and it's just, to me, it's just hilarious. Um, and it's also the episode where uh, the pigeons won't uh, get out of the way for George. Like he says, we, I thought we had to deal with the pigeons that they would move when you walk toward them and he kills a pigeon, um, which if you're a, any spend any time in new york or any kind of city it's like there is a deal with the pigeons um so uh, again it's iconic and it's wonderful and it, i think it does still hold up a, a lot of it certainly not all of it none of these <laughs> hold up completely because we've moved on in 20 years um but um my vote is for seinfeld seinfeld with its second vote it's on the verge of heading to the final four what does steven have to say about that you know, at the end of the day, in a tournament like this, the favorites are favorites for a reason, and the Cinderellas are Cinderellas for a reason. The Rocks of the Show had a pretty good Cinderella run. It did better than its bracket uh, because it was underseated. It's a very good show. But Seinfeld is the juggernaut. It's the UNC of the bracket. Yeah, that's the response I thought I would get. Uh, no, Seinfeld gets my vote here. <laughs> Stunned silence in the room. Oh, that, that was just a lot of shade thrown right at Nikki. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever. And Seinfeld so does move on. But we still need to hear Chris's opinion. Uh, so 
I, I talked last episode about how I, I like one of the things I look at is what have, what have other people done? Uh, Third Rock from the Sun is phenomenal. John Lithgow is amazing in it. John Lithgow, to me, his best performance is not in a movie or a television show. Sorry, Dexter. His best performance is in a, the U.S. version, the, the OBC version of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, where it's him and Norbert Leo Butts and both phenomenal performances. With that being said, like, I really want to throw my vote to Third Rock from the Sun because it's the cast is perfect. Everything about that show is it maximizes everything that show could have been. It is the best case scenario for that show. The casting is perfect. The the comedic timing is there. How they made that show last as long as they did is beyond me because it shouldn't have worked as long as it did, but it really did. My problem is that I sat down about a couple a couple days ago, almost a week ago, to create a ad for this series of this this month's of boozy. And the problem I had was I had to come up with one line from all of Seinfeld that was iconic. And finding that one line was not easy because there are so many iconic lines in Seinfeld. I ended up with going with a two-word line of just a hand hitting the table and I'm out. (laughs) Yep. But there are so many lines it could have been. Seinfeld is a juggernaut. It it deserves its spot in the final four. Seinfeld gets my vote. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> and Seinfeld moves into the final four with a four to one victory over third rock from the sun. But there is no resting for our panel as we move right into our half bracket champions. We have no surprise here. Number one seed, Frazier, versus number two, Friends. And we're starting this one off with Brian. Okay. Well, um, well, there's there's really no, there's not, not a re- lot of reason to go into a whole lot of detail on this. Uh, one of these I picked to make the final four. One of them I did not. Um. <clears throat> Between these two, I think I've kind of made my my feelings clear that uh, between these two, if I'm going to turn the TV on and watch one of these, it's going to be Friends. And it's not even close. So Friends gets gets my vote. Friends jumping out to that one nothing lead. Scott, what you got? Well, um, yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh... Again, they're both great shows to me, uh, but I, I I really enjoy Frasier. I have to say, I, I just do. I, I sit and watch it all the time, and and still laugh at it. And uh, so I'm going with Frasier. And Frasier evens it up. I think we could skip Stephen and just mark him down for Friends, right, Stephen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Thank God I live to see this day when the nightmare would end. And the sun would rise again. No more always winter, never Christmas. This is our Saint Christmas Day, our deliverance from evil. Frasier, let's get rid of friends. Forever. Well, that's yet to be proven. Frasier only has two votes to friends one. And Chris is up next and he's already rubbing his brow i love 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 both of these shows i was hoping this wouldn't 
in any way, shape, or form come down to me. I was hoping we'd have some sort of a consensus before it got here. Um, I genuinely love both these shows. Uh, at the end of the day, like uh, we've said this in Boozy before, but you can't get mad about making it to the Final Four if you lose here. One way or another, you really can't. Um, I talked in the last episode about Friends and how they kind of took the, the main characters, the main love interest, the Ross and the Rachel, and in season three or four, Four, I can't remember which one it is. They tore your heart out with the heartbreaking episode of them breaking up. Um, and the entire next run of the show was based on that breakup. And then I kind of got brought back to an out-of-nowhere scenario from friends that I continue to forget about. And it's I, Ross, take the Emily. And I remember seeing that for the first time when he said the Rachel and my jaw hit the floor. Because it was funny, but it kind of brought back in a very interesting way the idea of Ross and Rachel. Frazier doesn't have that moment to me. It's got the moment where Niles and Daphne are sitting in the Winnebago and deciding to run away from the wedding, which is a great episode, by the way. But that kind of felt inevitable. At least the main relationship in Friends, not at least, but the main relationship in Friends that it's kind of based around has went Ross, Rachel, and ended up in Monica Chandler. But the Ross, Rachel storyline kind of twisted and turned until it got to a very predictable end. At the end of the day, for me, I'm going to watch Friends more than I'm going to watch Frasier. I like Friends a lot. I love Frasier a lot. I love both these shows, but Friends is getting my vote. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a two to two tie. Which means we are opening it up for the buzzer beaters. And I can't imagine that anybody has any opinions about this matchup one way or the other. Uh, would anybody like to lodge their buzzer beater to try to sway Nikki one way or the other between Frasier and friends? I'll buzzer beater. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I think I heard Scott in there. Scott, you get 30 seconds and go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Nikki. All I can say is, I mean, I, 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 I agree with everybody. I love them both, but uh, just Frasier to me is more inventive in its own way. Uh, each episode has its own little title cards of what it is and makes it funny. And as Chris explored earlier, it also, uh, it's every every genre of comedy has been explored in there, from farce to just dick jokes to to out and out hilarious humor to uh dog tricks <laughs> you know i mean let's not forget eddie the dog he was on almost every episode um plus you had a good storyline with uh you know him falling in love with daphne and we never saw maris and all that kind of stuff uh it just there's so many uh iconic things in it that uh i, I would just go with that but uh i know you're probably gonna you're not gonna probably listen to any of this and go on and forget <laughs> anything but uh i love you anyway and uh, i'm going with uh frazier and hope you do too well, Nikki, you've heard the uh, the buzzer beater. It's two votes for Frasier, two votes for Friends, and it all comes down to you. Yeah, thanks. Um, I really like both these shows. It's it's <laughs> it's hard, you know, because here's the thing. I you know I do think Friends is probably for me the overall more enjoyable show. Like I, I just will watch it more, but some of the really good episodes of Frasier like blow friends episodes out of the water because there's just some really, really good Frasier episodes. Um, 
I mean, it definitely, I think it's, the humor is more intelligent. It's just, it is, if I'm break, uh, if I'm breaking them down, Frasier's probably the better show, but then I'm also just, the impact of Friends, I know, <sighs> I don't know. And then I, if I'm going to sit and watch one, I would rather watch Friends. But Frasier, to me, probably is the better show. So for that reason, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Frasier. And Stephen breathes a sigh of relief as Friends is finally eliminated. Frasier gets to move on, and we get to see who it's going to take. Is it the number one seed of Married with Children, or is it? The number six seed of Seinfeld. We are back to the top of the order with Scott. Well, as the master of my domain, the rest is just yada, yada, yada. Seinfeld. A very quick vote for Seinfeld. Let's hear from Steven. Okay, it's no secret here. I'm a Seinfeld guy. You know where my vote is going here. Um... But it shouldn't be that easy because uh, these are both really, really great shows. But Seinfeld is iconic. I'm fairly certain that even if I had to speak at my job, I could go an entire week saying nothing but Seinfeld quotes and they would make sense. And everyone would recognize them and everyone would laugh because that show is timeless, eminently quotable and still very, very funny. Seinfeld. And Seinfeld gets its second vote. What does Chris have to say here? Uh, Chris has to say, I, I look forward to an entire weekend of Seinfeld quotes from Steven. Um, this should be fun. Uh, but I will say, Scott, you yada yada over the best part, but you did not mention the bisque. Uh, the, all of these shows. all, all No of- soup for you. <sighs> there's so much. There, There's literally... There's so any, any, I could pull any episode of Seinfeld minus the first season, uh, where it was really struggling—not struggling, not struggling—it was, not, it was struggling to get its footing. I could really pull pretty much any episode after that, though, and find a quotable line that, if I just played it out of context, you'd know. I could take if I could find a way to take out the actor's voice and just play it with the same inflection, you'd know what it was. You'd know it's from Seinfeld. Sure, it's a juggernaut. It's. I'm not saying it's the iconic '90s sitcom, but like it was the sitcom of the '90s. You know, it was the Critics' Choice over Friends. It was the most watched show on television for a long time. Seinfeld gets my vote here, and Seinfeld moves on to the championship. But Nikki, what do you have to say about it? Yeah, I mean, I haven't been like a huge married with children fan this whole time i mean i, I just I didn't watch it bug. no i'm talking no, can talking. you hear me no she's good can oh i'm sorry me? i can't hear oh um no i was just, i didn't grow up watching a lot of married with children but um i mean it ran for as long as seinfeld i mean they both i mean i think more i think married with children was 11 seasons um versus the seinfeld's 10 um so it did have a huge fan base um so, I mean, I don't, I mean, it, it's rightly a number one seed. Uh, 
but I, I guess I just I can't I can't bring myself to voted over Seinfeld. So I mean, I felt like Married with Children was a strong number one. I think it had a great following, but I think push comes to shove, you know, Seinfeld's the better show. And Seinfeld has proven itself to be the better show, but I think Brian's probably got some opinions about that choice. What do you say? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, it's too little, too late. Uh, this was for me, I, I had married with children winning the whole thing, but alas, that is not to be. So I'm going to have to take my ribald, uh, dark humor and go <laughs> home and just grind my beer. Cause uh, my vote was for married with children, but I, I have been outvoted. And you have indeed been outvoted, uh, but not without Married with Children putting up a strong fight all the way to the end. Seinfeld takes this one four to one. And ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived at the final matchup. It's not the one I necessarily would have uh, foreseen. I definitely probably thought looking at this bracket, it was going to be the obvious friends versus Seinfeld. Uh, but we're here. And the number one seed of Frasier taking on the number six seed of Seinfeld. Here we go. We're starting with Steven. Uh, so, yeah, this actually would have been my my pick from the beginning um, because these are my two favorite shows. So I'm very glad that they both made it here. Uh, and this one's kind of hard for me. Like I said in the last pick, I'm a Seinfeld guy. I'm a Seinfeld guy all the way. But... I can't deny the power of Frasier. And Frasier did it for just as long. Frasier did it just as well. And in fact, some episodes you could say Frasier did it better. <sighs> mm, this is tough. Um, but here, here's the thing. If I, I'm going to throw a DVD in to watch one of these shows... Um, I'm going to throw in Seinfeld, even though I've seen it three times as much as Frasier. Seinfeld to me is just a perfect encapsulation of a situation comedy. It is so strong. Uh, it's, even those first four episodes of the first season. Yeah, there's issues with pacing and Jerry doesn't know what the heck he's doing. I can still watch every episode. It to me is amazing. Uh, Seinfeld's going to get my vote. And Seinfeld jumping out to the one nothing lead. Can Frazier come back? What say you, Chris? When I was putting this bracket together, I, I, I had my final four in my head. Um, and it worked out that three of the final four are on one side of the bracket and one was on the other. The three that I had on the left side of the bracket were Frazier, Friends, and the Drew Carey Show, and Seinfeld ended up on the other side of the bracket. And yet somehow I ended up get ended up getting... Frasier, Friends, and Seinfeld all kind of facing off against each other. Or Frasier, Friends, and Drew Carey show uh, facing off against each other. And I don't know where this would go. Uh, I did envision this coming down to these two. I did envision maybe kind of coming down to Friends versus Seinfeld. But I'm not upset with the way this has played out. Because these are 
honestly probably the four of the most, if not the most iconic shows in the 90s. You've got all genres in the 90s represented. you got the early 90s, mid-90s, and then the late 90s with Frasier, with how long it ran. With all of that being said, I run into problems with one of these shows because one, as bad as this sounds, the technology doesn't help Seinfeld. Technology advanced after Seinfeld ended, which makes it a little more a little harder to relate to nowadays. A lot of those jokes don't really hold up as well. Not a lot, but some of those jokes don't hold up as well. Whereas at least in Frasier, they had mobile phones, things like that. Um, but honestly, for me, the thing that's going to have me vote against Seinfeld here is the fact that of exactly what that show stands for. The characters don't change. There's no progression. They're the same people season one as they are at the end. In Frasier, Frasier doesn't change, but Niles, Daphne, Marty, uh, Roz, they change. They evolve. Things happen in their lives, and they change the way they act. Roz having a kid had a profound impact on that show. It wasn't just on Roz as a character. It impacted how the show flowed. Uh, Daphne and Niles getting together impacted how the show flowed. It also gave us Anthony LaPaglia as her drunk cousin or brother, who's awesome, by the way, and Hagrid, for that matter. Hagrid's also one of her drunk brothers. With all that being said... The watch, the rewatchable show for me in this case is Frasier. I love Frasier. I love both these shows, but Frasier has a slight edge for me, so Frasier gets my vote. Frasier tying it up. We have a one-to-one match as we head to Nikki for her vote. Yeah, I mean, I think I probably threw a wrench in the system because I think everybody thought I was going to vote for Friends. I thought I was going to vote for Friends. I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Scott was more persuasive than he thought. But no, I mean, it was. It was just looking back on some of the episodes. I am still a big Friends fan and I love watching it. But I mean, Frasier was just so good. The The really good episodes of Frasier were just so good. And I mean, I agree that Frasier, you know, the character, he didn't change, but the other characters did. Were in Seinfeld as they didn't. And I agree about the technology. I mean, there are so many episodes of Seinfeld. Would they be as funny if they just weren't like searching for each other? Like if, if they just picked up a cell phone, half the episodes wouldn't have happened because they're like searching for each other all the time. Um, but I do think me for me, part of the reason I just feel like if I'm thinking of 90s sitcoms, you know, yes, I think of Friends, but I 100% think of Seinfeld. I think Seinfeld's the the, sh- the sitcom that made sitcoms to me. Um, even if I watch some of the other ones more, to me, Seinfeld just has the most rewatchability out of all of them, in my opinion. So my vote goes to Seinfeld. And Seinfeld is on the verge of being a champion. Brian, where's this going? Oh, you don't want to put this in my lap, do you? (laughs) Okay, well, neither of these were my picks for the finale. My final was Married with Children versus the Drew Carey Show. Um, These are not, neither of these is is my favorite for the best 90s sitcom, but here we are. So, this is not an easy choice, but it really comes, for me, down to one of these 
has just you double dip the chip significant shrinkage <laughs> the elaine dance just so many moments that really just stand out as completely iconic 90s moments between these two i have to give it to seinfeld and seinfeld picks up that decisive third vote it's not gonna matter but we still do care about scott's opinion do scott you, frazier or seinfeld do you really um you know bef- bef- i wouldn't have guessed this but uh if you uh, i i don't know how i don't know this but um Seinfeld won 10 Emmy Awards and I always thought it would be more than that when you when you think about it. Does anybody off the top of their head, do you know how many Emmy, not that it matters that that's what picks anything, but do you know how many Emmy Awards Frasier won? Does anybody Probably know? Probably like 30. It's 37. <laughs> yeah. 30, it's the record. Yeah. Even more than MASH. Um, and so, uh, not that that you know necessarily is an indicator of anything but it is the most recognized show certainly in a, as words go and uh, i i didn't i wouldn't have thought that between the two of them before i uh before this contest um yeah so not that it matters i'll just prolong the show and and talk about other things no 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 um so uh uh boy uh, what one seinfeld is that what one yeah um uh I love them both, so I'm happy with Seinfeld, but uh, uh, and my vote probably would have gone there. But I, I will say, you know, what's interesting about them is that both of them had that same uh, concept where you you something maybe from the beginning was flowed throughout the episode, and then it came back to bite them at the end. And uh, you know, that's kind of good writing, and and both were able to consistently carry that. So, but I agree, Seinfeld just kind of to me uh, is they're, they're both watchable, but I, I will sit and watch Seinfeld anytime. So I agree with everyone. Seinfeld. Wonderful. Well, we've done it. We have crowned our champion. It's Seinfeld with a four to one victory in our nine best 90s sitcom bracket. We've gone through so many wrong choices, <laughs> but did we get this one right? Tell us on Instagram at Boozy Bracketology, at Boozy Brackets on Twitter. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. Every dollar you donate goes right back to making this a great podcast and hearing Chris make more wrong decisions. Uh, But if you can't donate, we understand. Times are tough, but you can still share and subscribe to this pod and leave us a five-star review. Join us at our Facebook group, The Lounge, Friends of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology, or get in the real-time conversation at our Discord channel, ptebb.com slash Discord. For Boozy Bracketology, I've been Tim. I've been Scott. I've been Steven. I'm Chris. Nikki. And I'm Brian. And have a good night.